Welcome everybody to the DMV podcast. Welcome, 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 yes, welcome to the show. Hey, welcome everybody oh to the DMV podcast. My name is Leroy. Y yo soy Midori Ame. Ooh, yes, and welcome everybody to the DMV podcast. And we have sound engineer Ajara. What's good, Ajara? Hey, 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 hey. And then, so we have a jam-packed show ahead of us. And you know what? Well, hold on, hold on. Every episode is jam-packed. Listen, okay? it's gotta be. There's goodies on goodies. There's gems dropped, okay? There's lives yeah. that are lived and created. Hello yes, and hi on this be. podcast. As okay? they should be. We're creating lives. <laughs> creating change. <laughs> but yes. Now, before we get into this crazy show. What? Midori. What? Oh, my God. From left field to right field. Mm-hmm. From up top. Do you know any other sports? Do you know any other <laughs> positions? <laughs> from midfield. No. <laughs> from the back field. <laughs> Where can they find us? You can always find the DMV podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. Use hashtag views from the DMV if you want to get your photo reposted. We just might repost your photo. You know, we love seeing those those voting faces, okay? If you want to listen to us, we're on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube where you can see our beautiful faces. And if you want to get up close and personal with us or be a guest on our show like our guest today, dmvpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, and don't forget to tell a friend. Dile a todos tus amigos, por favor. Hey, to tell a friend. About the DMV podcast, baby. And this is how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's always fun. I always exactly. get like, I get like cute little like butterflies before we go on and I get excited. I want to dance Why do you all get butterflies? I don't know. I just love <laughs> hanging out with you. It's just so much fun. Oh, dang. <laughs> I get butterflies Yo, too. Real friend. Yes, yes. The butterflies. They're, they're, when you get confused the butterfly okay see, the, see that's when you get hit on the head as in the in the, in the, in the, in the cartoons in the and you get the lump and then yes. you get the little birdies and the star and the lump slowly grow yeah. it slowly grows out all right jerry it really be like oh that though but yes we got a nice show with us today today we got dj dennis chandler with us what's ew, going ew, on ew, bring, bring, bring. hey yes yo dj's coming all the way from frederick you know what i'm saying all the way all the way from stafford all the way. Party, you're so hard. <laughs> Y'all, Leroy has the veins coming out of his neck right now. He's very excited about his friend. I can see it. <laughs> yes. Shout out to my line brothers in the building. Oh, that's oh, that's why you high. Yeah, high. yeah, yeah. got to. Yeah, yeah, turn up. Oh, it yes. is always so cold up in here. It's always so cold <laughs> Shout out to the big and shout out to our fire turn corporate. Uh, shout out to the mighty TI. Yep, oh, yep, yep. So shout sad. out, shout out, shout out. Rest in peace. Shout outs. Yep. <laughs> so yes, I mean we're gonna we're gonna go into what DJ's working on with the Dear America Project. And this is a documentary that uh, we are all working on. Which is a beautiful thing, which is wild. Exactly. The team hath come together. If you didn't catch this cross <laughs> Promo, it's it's here. It's right here. It's, yes, exactly. <laughs> but um, as director of the past Dear America, numero uno, and the director of other films, <laughs> we will talk about those films. It's not porn. It's like calm down. Yeah, Leo, you're the only one who thought it. You're the I know, only right? One. That is someone else could think. Azara was thinking. Oh. <laughs> I know someone at home was thinking. <laughs> She wasn't thinking. <laughs> Thank you, Ajara. Thank you. The timing. Oh man. So, but DJ, how's it been? 
First and foremost, man, let me just tell y'all how crazy y'all's chemistry is. Just sitting right here across from y'all. This is y'all got me laughing. I haven't even gotten a chance to speak. Or say that is hilarious. So, uh, but yeah, man, no, everything's been good, brother. Just uh, yep. out here grinding, out here trying to film and send a message to people, man. Just you know, hoping that you know we all create something great that can leave a lasting memory in people's minds. I know that's right. I agree. I agree. This is awesome. So, DJ. <laughs> How did you get into uh, directing filmmaking? Because at the end of the day, we all went to, minus one of us, went to Virginia State University. We all were in the school of business. We was all turning up in, in college, you know what I'm saying, in the dorms, you know what I'm saying, uh, VA's best, you know, uh, where else, Toddy Street, shout outs, uh, <laughs> where else? Um, but we weren't filmmaking, you know what I'm saying? So can you break down a little bit how you got into filmmaking after college first and foremost shout out to the land of troy hey shout right. outs Yikes. um <laughs> you know it's an interesting question right how did i get into filmmaking i think the biggest thing for me was that it, you know i've always had an appreciation for film work right but it wasn't something that was on my radar you know mm -hmm. again we went to the school of business and i was just strictly thinking you know get a corporate job that was it you know and then in 2016 you know after seeing videos of Alton Sterling and Philando mm -hmm. um, Castile, like, it just hit different, right? And everybody was in protest, you know, Black Lives, Black Lives Matter movement mm -hmm. had already started, right? Um, and it was one of those situations where, I don't know, I just felt like I wanted to do more than just go out in the streets and protest. And I wanted to do something, you know, just a little bit different, something that kind of represented a little bit more of my passions. And, um, you know, I had a couple of friends who, who knew how to work a camera and I had the vision. So I hit them up and that's essentially that's how, right. uh, that's how sure. I got started. Shout out to those friends, though. Yeah. You got to shout them out. Well, let me give that shout out to Elliot Lee. Yeah. Right? El Jefe, man. Yeah. yeah. El Jefe. El Jefe exactly. the El Debarge. Hey, man, my oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> see. <laughs> yeah, man. No. Um, mm -hmm. man, one, of my, one of my best friends, man, going in, uh, you know, just coming from Virginia State. And, uh, yeah, just... I hit him up and the second, you know, I told him about everything, he was just like, man, let's do it. And I was like, for real? He's like, yeah, man, let's do it. And we, man, it was man, just a great, great experience after that, man. We, mm -hmm. we were just rolling. Okay. And so y'all, y'all's first, the first film was Dear America One, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how, what, what, what were some of the challenging parts of doing that? Cause it's uh, not your, it's, it's your first serious film that you're trying to put together, right? Correct. And so, yeah, how do you go about do going into a serious film with no money? Well, by the way, you could catch the film on, on YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, yep. Dear America, you can yep. type it in and, and catch it, yep. yep. You can catch it on YouTube, you can also go to our Instagram, mm -hmm. right? Project.DearAmerica, and you'll see the, the YouTube link with embedded in mm -hmm. the profile as well. So if you, if you guys wanna go see the first Dear America, that's where you can mm -hmm. find it. And it's definitely worth it. It's it's like a it's like a 20 minute drop, I yep. think, and it's yep. and it's really, really good, and it's really well mm -hmm. done. So yeah, I'm, like- The challenges. The challenges yeah. behind that was, you're right, correct, right? Kind of starting a film fresh, no money, not really just a plan, just kind of like a vision and the determination to try to get it done, right? Um, I think the biggest problem that I had mm -hmm. was trying to like get that message straight in my mind, right? It's easy to kind of be excited in the moment, mm -hmm. right? But trying to like carry that momentum over a span of, I believe the documentary took about two or three months to mm -hmm. fully complete and edit, right? Just mm -hmm. a short documentary, like you said, only about 18 minutes. 
um, just to try to keep that momentum because the truth of the matter is you do get tired the mm-hmm. money does run out mm. and uh, you know just you tend to start to get a little bit you know lazy towards the end because mm-hmm. you know you're more concerned about trying to get it done but in my mindset yeah that was the toughest thing was just keeping that motivation because you know I'm alive and they aren't and I have to be that voice mm-hmm. so I, that's what I kept telling myself no that's real I think that the, one of the struggles and I think that we all have a little bit of a background now in video and editing and film and whatever um, that that story is so important right mm-hmm. and everyone's been telling it how are you telling the story differently I think what you'll see we're we talking about the first day of America? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the first one. Yeah. When, you, when you approach, you know, because you're saying Black Lives Matter is happening, you're seeing the protests, you know, you're really feeling that energy, that swell. We're feeling that same way right now. How are you telling the same story differently? Or maybe who are you speaking to that might be different? Yeah, so in the first day of America, right, it was more so, again, just that passion kind of like boiling over. And I don't know if I really had a target audience, to be honest with you. And I think, you know, that's just me being real, just making my first series documentary and just kind of learning that, you know, I had a message, but I'm not exactly sure if it was as clear, but you could still tell it was Black Lives Matter, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, anybody who did see it, the message was really just for all black people, Mm -hmm. right? But it wasn't like targeted to anybody in particular within the black community, it was just Mm -hmm. the black community in general. So, you know, you'll have different segments in there where we talk about rights, where we talk about community. Right. You'll, you'll have another one of my brothers that I grew up with also, you know, mm-hmm, brother mm-hmm. of the A5A. Shout out. <laughs> Friends of the right? show. Mitchell Brown. <laughs> and, um, you know, he goes into depth about talking about, you know, what are the things you need to know when you're pulled over by the police. Right. And that was a really great segment. Exactly. And as, as you know, it be to be honest, that's not exactly common knowledge to everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, what I wanted to do in that first documentary was really just like push facts in front of people's faces. I wanted them to, you know, look at some of the segments we have and learn something, mm-hmm. but also kind of like see the difference of opinion as well, right? Because there's a segment in there where there is a, a white girl and a black girl who are friends who grew up with each other, but their perspective on race is completely different than how yeah. we would see perspective on race, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, I just, that was one of the things that I wanted to make sure was that, you know, it may not be segmented, you know, the best way but I wanted to go ahead and push that message I like that you brought that up because I will say that there this this just shows growth there's a lot of ways that we talk about race there's a lot of ways that we talk about the social justice movements and um they're always evolving too right when people were first you know yelling out you know uh defund the police some people got a little bit more uh in depth in their knowledge and they might have sought a different um outcome instead so i like that you're able to ebb and flow and kind of uh grow with the movement and you so like like you said that they, they had a, a different perspective on race that was great to show that i know you're going to be showing even more of that this time Oh yeah, and even speaking on like passion, you can tell there was a lot of passion behind it because there wasn't like a, a you just put you put it on YouTube, right? It just went straight to YouTube and you sent it to a whole bunch of people and you were just like, hey guys, I did this thing, just check it out. It wasn't like a, I put all this money into it, go, I need to send it to all the producers, all the mm. directors, all the money uh, executives, and I need I need to be paid for this, da 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 or else I'm not putting it out. Like that's real deep, that shows, when you put two, three months into a project and you're just like, you know, I did it. I put it out because there are a lot of so another another thing another piece on passion is that 
when it comes to your protest, your protest, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like they say that you know, oh yeah, let's take to the take to the streets. Let's, and, but not everybody's protest is take to the streets. Some right. people's protest is let me put this documentary together to let people know Absolutely. how we feel. Yep. And that was that was that was a deep piece too. Um, I don't think a lot of people understand that they can take part in the protest by doing what mm-hmm. God gave, what skills God gave them. Come through. That's a good, that's a good, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> yes. We gonna, we gonna find some fairy dust. We need a fairy dust thing. Cause that was, that was a moment. That was a gem that was dropped. Preach. Okay. Preach, Basically give to, give to the cause however you can. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Exactly. No, I mean, um, it's, it's, it's something that I always think about because People, people feel like, oh yeah, I, I didn't see you post, you know, anything about X, Y, Z. So that means that you're not, you know, what I'm saying you're not here for it. True, true. And you support the other side or something like that, be, just because you know you you didn't post something or you didn't do something that you know everybody was doing. And it's like, oh no, it's, I was speaking up at my job. In some cases, yeah. just speaking up at your job. That mm. that's a different kind of protest mm-hmm. because some people aren't gonna be watching the news. So, but they'll be at your job. And there's a, there's a thousand with you know a thousand ways to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Come on, said, right? You know, you know, being in the streets, you know, more power to those people. Right? Again, like there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But as you just said, like I felt as though that wasn't enough for me, mm-hmm. right? You know, whether it's filmmaking, whether it's making a small difference in children's lives, whether mm-hmm. it's a small difference, you know, at your corporate job, you know, mm-hmm. you know, speaking up for you know diversity and inclusion, whatever that means. You know, there's there's a lot of different ways, especially in this day and age, you know, back in, you know, the civil rights movement, they didn't have a choice, right? Mm. They, they had to, they had to hit those streets, right? right. Because it, it, by them hitting those streets, that's how they got to the radios. That's how they got to the newspapers, right? right? Because it was such a big event that that's, they knew that's how they got on television back in the day. Exactly. You know, these days when our generation with social media, mm-hmm. you know, and oh, everything that we have, right, at our, you know, at our fingertips, you know, why not be a little bit more creative? I mean, just mm-hmm. look at, you know, unfortunately with George Floyd, mm-hmm. the reason why the world is seeing this now is because of social media, is because of mm-hmm. people hitting the streets and filming with our phones, mm-hmm. right? Literally, the biggest movement in the history of the world mm-hmm. is the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Yep. Biggest, his- Come biggest through. movement. Oh, yeah. Come through with the facts. At the time that I last saw, it was literally over 20 different countries yeah. marching mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. Yep. Come on. Oh no, that's definitely deep, and that that even leads me into talking about what made what like executed in your mind to get you started on this current Dear America project that we mm-hmm. are working on now. So real quick, again, just kind of taking a step back, right? Mm-hmm. So you can kind of get the entire full picture. Mm-hmm. Is that the first Dear America again? Right, ran out of money. Mm-hmm. Ran out of energy, mm-hmm. but you know, sound still, like a sound like a true uh, true filmmaker. Still, still, still <laughs> still, but yeah, you're right. Ran still, out and never had it. <laughs> no, I, 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 I it. definitely, I definitely had it. But man, when it was done, man, it was, it was such a wonderful and like heartfelt thing to see the fruits of our labor because mm-hmm. it was really just me and Elliot and then mm-hmm. my cousin who I was rooming with at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know, he helped out where he could. But imagine two people. And mm-hmm. then even one person who doesn't know how to edit, yeah. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> we all so, know who that yeah, one was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there critiquing. Right. So, you know, but to literally have somebody with you throughout the entire ride mm-hmm. of that, right? 
I'm doing whatever I can. I'm paying for food. I'm paying for equipment. Yeah. I'm paying for location shoots, whatever it means. While mm. he takes his expertise in films mm. and helps me like lay down my vision mm. in, in photography, right? Like Super he, dope. Um, and to our surprise, I mean, like the message just spread. It ended up actually getting about 4.5 mm, you know, yeah. thousand views. And like, we didn't even expect that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we just wanted to do something on our own, like a passion project. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just took off. That passion. That's yeah. awesome. So I want to talk a little bit about um, filmmaking and the skills required, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've all done a little bit of some, a little mm-hmm. bit of dibble and dabbling. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm really curious as to where your talent level was when you said you wanted to make a film, mm-hmm. right? Because everyone's different. Mm-hmm. And when did you realize, okay, I don't want to edit, I want to do this, or I don't want to move past this, or this is my lane, right? Because I think a lot of us, we feel like you have to learn Photoshop, you have to, not Photoshop, nope. team, you have to learn Premiere Pro, you, know, you gotta learn Final Cut, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, or whatever. You you went you went about it a very unique way where you played to your skills and you brought other people on the team who played to their skills. So I want to know that again, what where were you when you started this and when did you realize okay you know what I need a team I'm gonna bring people in. Is there a level below zero? Oh my gosh, I'm weak. <laughs> so, no no all seriousness like there just is. you know just because you enjoy something doesn't mean you're necessarily good at it right and oh that's real. I, I you know from the first from the first documentary. You know, my skills were below subpar, and then having Elliot help me out was really just, you know, a testament to him and how he was teaching. Because again, I didn't know anything what I was doing, so, you know, I just played to my strengths, which was, you know, I have the vision in my head, and I'm able to somehow piece that together, right? I'm able to kind of like see it in my mind and see it like 10 steps ahead, kind of like chess, okay. mm-hmm. right? That's deep. Um, so then when we, <laughs> You know, four years down the road, when we start to create this new film, I mean, you know, I've, I've not only advanced as a person, but I've advanced in my career as well. Mm-hmm. So everything I've learned, uh, you know, from my career and just from four years of life going by, I applied that to everything to this film. Yeah. Right. I know how to network. I know how to get people. I know, hey, if I'm not good enough at something, there's somebody mm-hmm. out there that I know or somebody who knows somebody that I can mm-hmm. go get. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh, no, that's deep because and talk a little bit about. <laughs> that transition in life uh, where you start to understand more about business and networking and, and how that how that applied to you working with the team that you have now oh. because mm-hmm. I mean everybody <laughs> it, it seemed it, so the, like back in whatever 2016 back then I was trying to put projects together myself and I did not know what to where to even start I would just ask people hey I need some actors for this film I'm trying to do and they'd just be like okay when do I show up they'd no one show up <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like well I guess that's the project and then it was a wrap but talk about how that transition is because I think people need to understand that uh, what does it take to know how to network, to know business a little bit in order to get the word out a bit better now than it was back then and not knowing? Yeah, so using all of my avenues, right? So the, one of the main things that I didn't do last time was get across my passion to other people, right? I think whenever, like even in business, right? If you're trying to sell a product, if you're trying to get somebody to feel what you feel, right? They're not gonna buy, you know, a dusty old vacuum cleaner, 
and you tell them it's actually the best thing in the world, but you got to believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you got to be able to take what you believe mm-hmm. and make them believe, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's the biggest thing that I learned from, right? Because mm-hmm. again, you know, for this project, now skipping to 2020, right? If I'm using all of my business acumen, which is understanding how to manage money, mm-hmm. understanding how to be like a team leader, you know, slash manager, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. learning how to, you know, what are the real roles of what a director does, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I have to see the holistic view. I can't mm-hmm. just solely focus on the film. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, 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 that's obviously the main part, right? You mm-hmm. gotta, you, there is the film, but yeah. I have to focus on marketing. I have to focus on money. I have to make sure everybody's still motivated. I have to, you know, do events to get everybody together during the COVID situation, right? right. right? Yeah. yeah. Shouts so, to Zoom. <laughs> right? So, you know, certain things like that, you know, it's not a big change, mm-hmm. but those little small changes really do add up. Big and difference. And when you see, when you see, you know, the difference it makes at the end when you're mm-hmm. talking about making a film, right? It's just those little tiny things that help a film go from good to great. Exactly. So I want to tap into a little bit about the, the flexibility and the ebb and flow you have to have as a director. Mm-hmm. We hear all the things that you're doing. COVID did hit everybody really yeah. hard. And in film, we all have seen that, you know, that ripple. So what has it been like for you to lead this entire team during COVID? What have you been doing differently? Well, luckily, in the very beginning, obviously, you know, with everything that happened with, you know, Ahmad, you know, uh, Bradbury, Breonna Taylor, um, and George Floyd, you know, everybody was just like motivated beyond belief. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even during COVID season, everybody's hitting the streets. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the difference between obviously this time and last time is we have way more people, right? We have like over like uh, on the team site, uh, which is projectdearamerica.com, by the way, mm-hmm. you know, you can find yeah. at least 15 to 20 of our teammates on there alone, right? Yeah. Which is tremendously more than what we had at just two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we just, you know, you get people together no matter mm-hmm. how you do it. And in this day and age of technology, you know, Zoom calls is everything. Exactly. So, you know, just having that Zoom call, um, you know, getting everybody together, just picking everybody's brain. I think, you know, even me as a director, you know, even though I have a vision in my mind, I like sharing my thoughts and ideas. And I think when you get people involved like that and they're able to share their thoughts, you know, mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm, subject, that's mm-hmm. when you start to like piece the puzzle together. That's when you start to, you know, even get it in your own brain, which mm-hmm. is that, you know what? I didn't think about doing it that way. Mm-hmm. But now that we have this group talking, you know, now we can make the film even better, even greater than what I envisioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's dope. Oh, yeah. So I definitely want to dive deep into the different pillars that will be talked about in this film. Um, And because in different industries, in different people's lives, their black life is is totally different. Mm-hmm. And in the way even people perceive them on the outside. Mm-hmm. So people that work in the and the the law sector, people that work in the, the like politics and yeah, like politics. finance and stuff like that. Okay, gotcha. Exactly. They they their their black life, their day to day is different. And it we we talk about some of those things in the in this new Dear America project. Can you talk a little bit about the pillars? Yeah, so in Dear America too, right? or the second iteration of Dear America, should I say, is, you know, we're breaking down in a unique way what does black lives mean to us, right? I think when we tell people that, you know, they, they, they you know, they automatically just keep going to you know, all lives matter. Well, and then our response is, 
well, I mean, until Black Lives Matter, how the hell can how can the hell can all lives matter? Exactly. Like you, you would think it's common sense, but mm. I guess you know what the mama used to say: common sense ain't common. It ain't common. Not, there you go. So, you know, we wanted to take a unique approach to try to, you know, not only like empower the Black community who would understand and you know mostly know these pillars but mm-hmm. then also educate our allies as well right mm-hmm. who may not understand so we broke them down into seven pillars right so you know uh one of the first ones we talk about is health so why does mm-hmm. black health matters mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. why you know whether that's mental health mm-hmm. whether that's pregnancy whether that's misdiagnosis mm-hmm. right we go into that mm-hmm. that's yeah. deep in its own yeah y'all not ready <laughs> Let's just get into it. Let's get into it. Turn the pages. Let's go. Hey, look, there's more, right? Then Mm -hmm. we start talking about black money matters, the black Mm -hmm. dollar, black business, right? Mm -hmm. Understanding how powerful Mm -hmm. is the black dollar, really? Mm -hmm. I mean, think about this, right? I want Mm y'all to think about this. Mm -hmm. If we, as a black community, stop spending our dollar, Mm -hmm. America would cease to function. I'm going to let that that soak in. Without our money, the United States of America would literally, the economy would Mm -hmm. crash. Oh no, that's real. And I want to talk a little bit. I just want to say a point on black money in general, Mm -hmm. because I was I was talking to a good friend um, yesterday about black money and how it's different. Um, One thing people need to understand is that when a when when someone that's white has an idea and just says, you know what, I'm going to you know put together this hobby and then create something and they create it mm-hmm. they have more of an opportunity to talk to their parents who might know somebody or their friends who might know someone mm-hmm. that can invest in them or send them to someone that can invest in them as far as like those degrees of separation mm. it is a lot more the 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 chances of you finding that taking your your hobby, your technology, whatever you put out to the next level mm. is a lot higher than the black community. Black community, you come up with something, they're gonna be like, why didn't you go to college again? They're be like, wait, why'd you quit your job? Like what? Like, yes. no, like it's 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 a big difference and people don't understand that everyone's like, ugh, everyone has the same opportunity, da 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 da. Yeah, that's no, not, that's not real. It's not, that's not a real thing. It's not at all. And it, go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna, and I'm the flip side that if you're on the consumer side, the the black buying power has grown so much. So we were at 1.4 trillion dollars in 2019, and mm-hmm. it's projected to be at 1.8 trillion dollars by 2024. Mm-hmm. So you're not investing in black ideas, but we can take our black dollars elsewhere. You know, that that's that's the mindset I think I, that I have. If your company is not investing in us or not putting us in your uh, hierarchy, right, mm-hmm. in your executive, in your uh, what is it, your C-suite, then I don't want to I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to talk about it. I will take my money elsewhere because 1.8 trillion dollars removed from the economy is felt. Yep. Hello. Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all. Everybody in this room right now is a walking, talking advertisement. Ooh. Ooh. Why you do that? Y'all, y'all understand that, right? Dang. They will sparkle, sparkle. I'm just telling y'all, big time companies, they Dang. send they send people to our neighborhoods, right? They send people oh. to check us out. Come they on. see what we like, they see our style, they see yep. our swag. Mm-hmm. Right? All these different things that make up our culture. Mm-hmm. Right? And then they Try go to back to it. those executives and they say, Hey, we can we've seen this. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will kind of be dope. Yeah. And this might kind of mm-hmm. work. Yeah. And guess what? Let me teach you how to Dougie. Hey, look, look, hey, look, 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 look. Yeah. And I guess, hey, hey, y'all, have y'all seen y'all's checks? Mm. Mm. Y'all just free Different. advertisements. A jar of stuff. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 
jar in the back seat. Dang, sis. Because I sure as hell ain't seen my check. Come on. Y'all let me know when y'all get yours, and I'll go ahead and knock on floors to get mine. Culture is another one of the pillars in the movie. Yes. Come through with the culture. I didn't say that just because I'm on that. But I just wanted to get you back into your pillars. I was helping you with them pillars. I love Oh, yeah. Midori. Shout outs to her mm-hmm. producer oh, cool. credit mm-hmm. for Thank culture you. segment in Dear America. Oh yeah, second in rendition. You know? mm-hmm. Awesome. I have to say, for as it pertains to Black culture, and as it pertains to things we need to do in in order to like secure this a little bit more. Come on. I'm gonna put out a, a little known fact, or you may not know, but companies like Apple have departments that are copywriting and trademarking things every single day. If someone in that building has an idea and it sounds like something, they will trademark it. There's a 90% chance that that idea will never get Mm -hmm. out or never become anything. Mm -hmm. But like, just imagine if like, you know how they were like, oh, the Washington Redskins, everyone's pulling out of the Washington Redskins. Uh, um, the advertisements All these advertisers Are pulling out Everyone Started to swarm And say Oh I got this name I got this idea I got oh my gosh, People yeah. started trademarking things People started making their own art Oh, We did this. a whole episode about it Yeah um, About the whole Washington Redskins And how this one guy In like Vienna Or whatever Owns every iteration mm-hmm. Of any name That they've thought of For the past like 20 years because they had been thinking about rebranding the Redskins for some time mm-hmm. so yeah that, that was a crazy story listen go ahead oh, look yeah. at that episode so what exactly go check out that episode what what y'all what the thing to understand is that the Redskins just ended up saying you know we're just going to call it the football team because what what greatness what could they have done they had to advert they had to get away from all of that all the great names that came out all the great artwork mm-hmm. that came out they had to put that all aside and then go with just something that wasn't even taken <laughs> thought of and what that what that brings me back to is in the black culture we have to get better with doing things like you know copywriting and trademarking mm. our stuff before mm. we put it out I'm on full circle I'm, I'm telling you a lot of these tiktok videos a lot of these a lot of these things that dances and everything that we come out with kids. that get stolen by Fortnite and all that stuff like that and get rebranded by white people. I'm telling you, like, if we had, if we had people, that's another thing. If we had people around us that would tell us, yeah, don't, yeah, make sure you copyright that before you do it, before you do that. Don't matter. It's just, it is so mm-hmm. hard for some of our communities to get those services or to get that knowledge. Oof. And that is something yeah. that pisses me off so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. We all know about how messed up the educational system is, how yeah. you're not learning as many useful life skills as you probably should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that pisses me off to high hell is there are great charter schools or great um, even some public school initiatives that are taking the time to, to teach you tangible skills. Mm-hmm talents, teach you about finances, teach you about economy and how it works and how your dollar spreads to all your friends and the fit. Mm-hmm. And then this is how it gets, comes in and out of the system. There are places out there that are doing this. We just don't have that. Exactly. And the people who are the organizations and the small initiatives and movements that are grassroots that are actually able to, to do that work don't have the money exactly. and they won't get the funding. Why? Because y'all won't let the undocumented immigrants be on the census. Therefore, we're going to lose all of our money in these communities that have these people that need it the most and we will never mm-hmm. get it back to them the circle continues and mm-hmm. the supremacy is just baked in so harsh that mm-hmm. it'll never go away mm-hmm. it is so hard to come about out of under that rock 
And yeah. I feel bad for people who don't know enough to to copyright, to trademark, yeah. to to get a license or to do whatever they Absolutely. need to do to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. And then when you, if you do know, it co- it's going to cost too much. It's yeah, it's going to cost too much. But in in the end, it's it's going to cost the culture because my oh my goodness, gosh, like the blend of yeah. the blend of American culture based off of Black culture is just it's just where we are now. Yeah, it's the evolution. I mean, just like right. Think about it even from just your day-to-day holistic view, mm-hmm. right? Think about how many people have been influenced by our dance, our hip-hop, right? African dance... Right. What's her name from like, BuzzFeed? <laughs> um, old girl from BuzzFeed that did all that all that content in the beginning. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, she, he got money and all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I bet they you she got her out. money. Yeah, they got her money. Yeah. She faded out, too. Exactly. It's, it it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But those are all the things, right? Like, you think about how many people love our dance. You think about how many people love our music, love our songs. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll literally have a ton of people, like, inward this, inward mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? They, they, and all of a sudden, like, they, they be down for our concerts. They be down for, you know, everything. They be down for our sports, right? Exactly. But then something happens and they're voiceless. Mm. Okay, so just because you said it, I have to now say it. Okay, there's a song. Oh gosh, this is one of my faves. Um, there's a song by uh, Earth Gang, and in the in the song, the line is: Asians like that's my n word. Latins like that's my n word. White folks like that's my n word. But when, it, when it's time to die, bye bye n word. And it and it expresses what you say exactly. You you that's use our slang. You say our words. Yeah. You dress like us. Mm-hmm. And the moment where we need your support, even more so than buying into uh, uh, the idea that we can be entrepreneurs and whatnot and be successful and achieve that ultimate goal of, mm-hmm. you know, just being amazing. Mm-hmm. We need you right now. Mm-hmm. And you are silent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, come on. One of the, I mean, I will say this, right? One of the great things is, you know, with it being just in your face and so apparent with George yeah. Floyd, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the thing is, people had no choice. Mm-hmm. You, it was right there in front of you to see, mm-hmm. right? You, you can't you can't make up an excuse in your mind to tell yourself like, I I have to say something, mm-hmm. right. right? And then that's where you're just seeing this this swirl, this vortex of you know allies popping out the woodworks and really you know really starting to you know help make a difference, help make a change because at the end of the day, you know our history is rooted 400 years of you know, slavery, yeah. segregation, mm-hmm. civil rights, Jim Crow, mm-hmm. right? And if you were to look at the timeline, unfortunately, you know, while other communities, you know, migrated over to here and were able to just, you know, plant their roots and establish themselves without mm-hmm. any sort of backlash, well, you know, or excuse me, should I say, you know, maybe not as backlash as what the African-American community has gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. You know, we're about, we're about only about 50 odd years in. Come on. You know, right? As in others have just had like, already a hundred plus years come on exactly right it's time for us to build up our communities right you touched on it earlier right you know i'm just going to put that plug and we will be talking about education as well we will be talking about culture mm-hmm. you know another thing we'll be talking about is finances right as well like oh, come on. we we you know when we start to build our communities implement all that together right mm-hmm. yes we're talking about these different pillars but in reality they all make up one thing and that's mm-hmm. our lives come right? on right? Yeah. so then like think about it right Mm-hmm. If you've ever gone to, you know, a major city, whether that's New York, whether that's, you know, Los Angeles, San mm-hmm. Francisco, you know, D.C., mm-hmm. think about this. There's a Chinatown. That's mm-hmm. true. There's a little Italy. Yep. Right. 
there. Sometimes yeah. it's a German town, right? Yeah. There's a little Havana. There's a little Havana. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I do love me a little Havana. Shout out to Shout out to Heaven. The, the amount of shoulder shakes that just happened right now and salsa arms. Just I'm just gonna call it salsa arms. Oh my gosh. No, but all seriousness though, right? But then think about what they associate black people to. Mm-hmm. It's the hood. Yep. It's poverty. Mm-hmm. That's where they associate us. Like if you were to say like Hey, you want to go to Little Italy? Like, yeah, I'm down. It's food, right? It's usually something mm-hmm. associated with food, some sort of culture. Right. Our culture isn't embedded in where we stay mm-hmm. outside of what they perceive us, which is the hood. Like, yeah, because like going to the club in DC. Like, the club is in the hood in DC, and yeah. that's and oh, oh, you just stirred me up so much. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna keep my comments to myself. Thank you, DJ. Thank you. But they, but they <laughs> look, look, look. They, I, I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm just letting y'all know, right? I mean, again. This is how we have to start because we can't we can't continue to associate ourselves with poverty either. Mm. Right. We have to start thinking that we are a rich people. And I don't mean Mm. just money. I mean, rich in culture, rich Mm -hmm. in mind, you know, what I'm saying rich in spirit. Like there's so much to, you know, us as a being that we bring to this world day in and day out. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, nobody said it's going to be easy. It's definitely going to take some time. But, you know, I'm hoping that with this film, the message mm-hmm. we send is strong, yeah. and that everybody can, you know, take a piece from it, right? Because again, mm-hmm. we're just we're just dabbling in these mm-hmm. areas, right? We could talk about health for like two or three hours. Oh, we could oh, talk yeah. about black. We could talk about the black dollar <sighs> for over three to four hours, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. we could talk about community. We could talk about our culture. And we yeah. could talk about we could talk about it for a long time. But oh, yeah. what this documentary will do is really just touch and get you to think, right? Because that's what we really want. We want mm-hmm. to educate you. But we want you to continue. Mm-hmm. Right, that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. We want you Come to continue on. learning, continue reaching out, continuing to feel empowered, mm-hmm. so that you can spread that message to other people as well. Yeah, and uh, so the getting back to Dear America, um, this the project Dear America Two, the next rendition. Uh, the first project went uh, to YouTube, and you sent it out to a bunch of people. <laughs> you kind of uh, did it that that marketing style. This next project. Do you have plans? And bigger and better, bolder. So bigger and better. What do you what what would you like to see? I mean, oh, yeah, it's a bigger team. You would want a bigger outcome, but we don't know until you say it. Look now, I'm telling y'all right now, this the message that we're gonna send, the the amount of support that we have, mm. you know, the amount of support that we hope to continue to to receive. This film is gonna blow everybody out the water. I mean, the, just the amount of help that we've had alone, mm-hmm. right? The knowledge that everybody's bringing, the amount of you know leadership from different people who are help, you know, who are stepping up and bringing everything that they can to the table as well, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, shout out to y'all too. Hey, <laughs> right? <laughs> we're, we're we're aiming big, right? Mm-hmm. Right? It's gonna you know definitely gonna continue with the same platform, you know, release mm-hmm. it on YouTube initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, plan on having quite a few. Uh, viewing parties mm-hmm. right um, definitely we have our own mm-hmm. expert you know marketing expert this time around hey. you know shout Bless. out shout Bless. out yeah shout, shout out to Lily, Lily. shout out to Lily, Lily. hey right? she yep yeah. absolutely late to everybody our, yep have our own marketing <laughs> expert she's, she's absolutely amazing she's been kicking my butt each and every day to help me As you know should. understand how mm-hmm. to you know how to reach out further with the message um, so you know again like I said, the last video we had about four thousand views, and mm-hmm. we're looking to double, if not triple, that. Oh, and, entirely. And oh, then, definitely. You know, exponential. With, you know, yeah. just you know, and, and it's no, 
disrespect to the first amount of people that we had, mm -hmm. you know, they were absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, come through with Dr. Z, Virginia oh State gosh. professor. Oh Oscar winner. Oscar. Oh my gosh. Yep. 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 Emmy winner, actually. Emmy winner, Emmy yeah. winner came through with a tremendous message in the mm -hmm. first documentary. But you know, this time, we got some very, some very exciting oh, yeah. guests. So I want, I want everybody who's listening to this podcast right now, mm -hmm. man, y'all, you're gonna be blown away now. Exactly. Come on, dear America. <laughs> you're gonna be blown away by some of the people we have. But again, that's just, mm -hmm. you know, that's a testament to, you know, not only my growth, but the amount of, you know, growth of the team and everybody yeah. helping as well. So no, mm -hmm. we're, we're aiming big this time, brother. I oh, love yeah. it. Hey. So um, how do how do you feel so far about the the project and and how it is and where it's going? We synced up. We had a couple of sync ups uh, via. We have a weekly sync up via Zoom. We had a sync up at an Airbnb. How do you feel? That was the link up. You know that was the link up, not yeah. the sync up. Hey. The sync up was on Zoom. The link up was on the Airbnb. Sync up, sync up, sync up. Hey, yeah, look. <laughs> The sync-ups, the link-ups, they're just, they're just amazing. I think the best part, I think the best part about this whole entire process is just the amount of fun that I'm having. Mm, that's right? deep. And mm -hmm. it's like, you know, again, last time, like I told you, right, it's, it's not that it wasn't fun, it wasn't it was stressful. But yeah, it was, it was extremely mm. stressful. <laughs> but when you have, you know, a good amount of people who are in it, with you mm -hmm. and they see the passion and they can feel the passion behind mm -hmm. what you're trying to do it just makes it so much more fun man There's oh, yeah. like yeah. we're, you know again my skills have I, I repeat my skills have not gone up that much <laughs> okay right? he said I just brought news I brought different set of skills to this to this joint I, br I bring a particular set of skills I know that's right that is correct not I mean even to speak a little about that I know we spoke a little about it earlier but my goodness, everyone bringing their skills. Imagine how much stuff is going on outside of me and you, Midori, oh. on the production side. That's going on on the marketing and every all the. I don't want to be DJ. I don't want to be DJ. I don't want to have exactly. fifteen people's numbers in my phone. To talk to on a weekly basis. Exactly. No, thank you. I between work, you know, the real real job, you know, the mm -hmm. one that pays the bills, and between oh this, slave shit. man, it's, it's, it's crazy. We're all trying to get off the slave shit. Like, exactly. I, <laughs> exactly. I'm, trying, I'm trying to be independent, you feel me? Hey, um, got that spaceship. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just leave it there. Young. Okay, I'm weak. I'm weak. So let's see. Where where are you in the process? Um, I, I mean, this is a question that we all know here because we all are all working on it. But talk to the people about your expectation for like a, uh, maybe when when it's going to be able to come out, when they'll be able to lay eyes on this amazing piece, um, and how your how your process is going. You know, so far our process is going pretty smooth. Again, we started this back what early June, mm -hmm. right? And uh, you know, between out here like filming between you know talking to people and filming more people uh, we finally just began you know begun the editing process mm -hmm. right so you know what i will say is you will see a couple promos and you know trailers you know coming soon um you know as far as release date we're hoping winter 2020 mm -hmm. um but we should have an official date hopefully later in the next coming month come through as an editor We'll see it. Yikes. Spring. Yikes. <laughs> 2021. Yikes. Hey, look, you heard it here first. <laughs> at the end of the day, whatever, whatever makes this, 
video yeah. as great as it can be. Yeah. yeah. That's what matters. I like yeah. that. We well, can go to projectdearamerica.com for all of the information. Uh, make sure you visit the site. I laid hands on it. You know, me and Elliot hey. took that down. That thing looked clean. Boy, yeah. that thing looked clean. Projectdearamerica.com. <laughs> Hey, yes. So thank you so much, DJ, for coming Absolutely. on the show. Thank you for putting everybody together. Because like, no, like for real, for real, this is something I've wanted to do for a minute. Just be a part of I'm I'm all I'm a big fan of being a part of teams. Like I'm all about teams. I was about teams before Microsoft. This was boy was teams. all about Microsoft teams. Yeah, I'm saying all about teams. the teams. Like, you know hey, hey, got hey, that hey, teams, hey, bro. This boy <laughs> the show needs a couple sponsorships. We'll talk about it later. I need to copyright that line ASAP. I am <laughs> that was, so golden. <laughs> the team. I was about to do it for Microsoft. Now I need to do it for Lil Wayne. Does it? I, yeah. <laughs> I'm about the team, but Microsoft man, young. That is it. That is yes. exactly it. <laughs> that was. That's exactly how he sounds like that that one, with a cup in his hand. Please that stop. Was, Please stop. That was the, that, that was the raw audio. That was without the auto tune. <laughs> We're gonna cut that. Give it to a jar for sound effects. <laughs> Please stop. Please don't ever use that clip. Please never <laughs> use that clip. And she looks like, yes! <laughs> Listen, Ooh. it's next level out the here. Show yeah. got, look, the, the price of the show just went up. Went up. <laughs> went up. Oh, got me weak. <laughs> but yes, thank you, DJ, for coming on the show. <laughs> project uh dear america check out check it out follow instagram uh but before you do anything else drop everything you got in your hands because Midori, unless you're driving Ooh, no 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 as you're driving <laughs> drop your hands Gosh. and because Midori's about to tell us where you can find us you can always find the DMB Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. And this is at DMB Podcast. Okay, we don't we, we ain't too we ain't too extra. You know what I'm saying? Just come find us, come follow us, and use hashtag views from the DMV if we want your photo reposted. You listen to the, the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes, and look at our faces, our beautiful, delicious chocolate skin, and this melanin on YouTube at DMB Podcast. And DMB Podcast at gmail.com if you want to be a guest on our show or if you want to give us some love. You know, we do love to hear from you all. And uh, it's great to like open the inbox and see like little love notes and like hey I like this episode and hey uh, do you want to open a bank account for a Nigerian prince like there's a couple (laughs) like really great emails in there dmbpodcast at gmail.com thank you yes (laughs) and don't forget to tell your Nigerian prince friend (laughs) (laughs) and all of your other friends tell somebody's mama (laughs) yes about the dmb podcast